prayer. God bless you today. It is Wednesday. It is November the 30th. Well, we made it to the end of November. Uh, tomorrow is December 1st. My granddaughter will be very happy about that. Uh, but today is the last day of November. It is Wednesday and we are grateful to the Lord and we thank God for the opportunity to come uh, together uh, with you to pray. Uh, and we're, we're always grateful for that opportunity. I thank God for that. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm just going to turn to my scripture this morning. As you come in, just say hello and I will uh, greet you. Glory to God. There we go. Bless the Lord. <clears throat> so it is Wednesday. And on Wednesdays, uh, during our time of prayer here, uh, we go before the Lord. We pray uh, to the Lord uh, of the harvest. And so we pray for his harvest. And so that is what we're going to do today. Uh, John chapter 3 and verse 16. We never tire of reading these scriptures in John chapter 3 and verse 16. It says, uh, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. And so we see here that uh, Jesus came. He was God's gift to this earth. Amen. He was the gift of God uh, to us. And uh, Jesus came willingly and obediently. Thank you, Lord. He laid down his life uh, so we could be saved. And it says those who believe in him, uh, they uh, receive, they are saved from death to life, eternal life. Good evening, Maricon. God bless you today. Hallelujah. And so it says those who believe in him, uh, they have been saved from death, from darkness to light. And, and then also eternal life, which is the Zoe life, which is the God kind of life or the life that God has. That's what we've been saved to living a life that God has. And then, uh, the reason we're praying for souls on Wednesdays and praying for the harvest. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you, Mr. Ivan. The reason why we're praying for those who don't believe because those who don't believe it says they don't receive salvation. And so, uh, eternal life or the life that God has is available for the whole world anyone who will believe and receive it, but there are many who have not. And so that is what we are praying for. We take the time to pray because we, you can't receive something if you don't believe something. And so the devil, he's very deceitful. So he would, uh, lead individuals by his deceit to, uh, not believe, not believe in, 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 in that there's a God we'll say good morning, Maria. God bless you today. He'll lead people to say, I don't believe there's a God. 
Well, why? Because if they don't believe there's a God, then they won't, won't do anything to receive him. You can't receive something that you don't believe in the same way. Uh, the enemy will work to have people not believe that there is the devil. He would rather fly under the radar and just do his work unnoticed. And so he'll lead people through deceit to say there's no God and there's no devil. There's no heaven. There's no hell because if an individual doesn't believe that there is a devil, he'll never do anything to resist the devil. You cannot resist something you don't believe in. And so the devil is very cunning and very deceitful. And so, uh, that is why many, and many are deceived. Many are deceived because if they don't believe there's a God, then they won't receive him. And the devil doesn't want anybody to go to heaven. He doesn't want to receive, he doesn't want anyone to come to the knowledge of the truth because then his ways will be exposed. And then at the same time, if you don't believe that he exists, the devil, then anything that comes against you and your thought life or anything else, you won't resist. And the word of God tells us we have to resist the devil and he'll flee. So he'll just hang around because he goes, uh, unnoticed or people don't believe that he exists. So he, they just take everything he says and they take it as their truth. And so, uh, I tell you, there is no truth in the lies of the devil. He is the father of all lies. And so this is why we're praying, uh, for, uh, these individuals. And we're going to read our next scripture that we read on, uh, Wednesdays, first Timothy chapter two, verse one, we never tire of reading of these scriptures because this is what we base our prayers on for. It says, I urge you first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for Kings and all those who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Amen. God's the opposite of the devil. We said the devil is deceiving people to say there's no God because if they don't believe that there's a God, they won't receive him as God and that he doesn't want them to, he's deceiving them to say that he doesn't exist either. Because if you don't believe that the devil exists, then you will not resist him. Well, God desires that all come to the knowledge of his truth. His truth is the only truth. Amen. The word of God. Good morning, Christina. God bless you today. And so his word is truth is, and that's what Jesus said, uh, in the gospels as well. And then we see in James five, seven, that we are God's precious fruit of the earth. We are his harvest. You are his harvest. I am his harvest. And so, uh, in, in John four thirty five, Jesus said, look up, lift up your eyes and look at the fields for they are already white unto harvest in the harvest, uh, it, the fields are white unto harvest. Hallelujah. And then in Matthew nine thirty seven and 38, Jesus also said the harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. You hear that he's in charge of the harvest. We are not in charge of the harvest, but we work for him, uh, in his harvest. He is the Lord of 
of the harvest. Amen. And so, uh, Jesus said this out of compassion for the, those who he looked up and he saw they were confused and helpless confused and helpless. That's why in first Timothy chapter two, Paul says, I urge you first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them intercede on their behalf. That's why we do it because Jesus saw that they were helpless. He said, uh, they needed, they were like sheep that needed a shepherd just roaming about lost. And so that's why we pray. That's our assignment. Our assignment is to pray to the Lord of the harvest, who is in charge of the harvest, and then to have his heart and then to do what he would have us to do, because we have a part in carrying out his harvest. Amen. We have a part in fulfilling our assignment, which is always in line with what Jesus said about going into all the world and preach the gospel and baptizing them in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. And it says, and these signs shall follow those, those who, who believe the signs don't follow just anybody. The signs follow believers, those who believe. How do you know that you believe? There is a difference in the life of those who believe than in the life as opposed to those who don't believe. There's a difference. I know some individuals who have told me, they said, you know, we were raised in a very good church. Uh, you know, it was a denominational church. We, it was a good people, but we never were told about Jesus. We never received him. We never, uh, were, never knew that Jesus can heal and save and deliver. They never learned that. And so they said, you know, so we never saw a healing at all. We never saw anybody get saved and change their life. We've never seen seen anybody, uh, get healed at all. See, it's according to your faith, be it unto you. If you don't believe it, you won't see it. Cause you hear people of, I don't believe in that healing stuff. I've never, I never see it. That's why. You don't see it because you don't believe it. If you believe, you'll see it. And so these signs shall follow them that believe. There's a, an indication there that if we don't believe, uh, there, uh, we won't see it. The signs won't follow. And so we got to believe. And so as believers, that's what we call ourselves. We believe. Amen. And so our prayer today is for those who don't believe that's who we're praying for today. We're praying for, we're praying to the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers out into the harvest. Good morning, Jessica. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So pray with me, uh, for, uh, you, you may have individuals in your life that, uh, you know, that need Jesus. You just know that they are lost and, and they need Jesus. And you were once in that place. So, you know, think about how you didn't know him at one time, but now you do. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you. And so think about that as we hook our hearts up with each other and with the Holy Spirit to pray out uh, to the Lord of the harvest concerning his 
harvest. Father, we just thank you. Today we come to you as the Lord of the harvest. That's how we come. We know you are our Father. We are your children. You are uh, ev everything that we need you to be. And so right now we come to you as the one who is in charge of the harvest. And we come to you as your workers, as your laborers in the harvest. It's a work. It's a work. It's a work. And so we thank you, Father, for the privilege and the opportunity to, to work with you, to partner with you, to be employed by you. We thank you for that opportunity. My goodness, what a great boss you are. <laughs> what a great boss you are. And so I thank you that we get to work with you. We get to do this work with you. And you've given us the Holy Spirit that empowers us and helps us and and so as we are moved with compassion, just as Jesus had a heart of compassion when he saw that individuals around him were helpless and confused, we see people around us that are helpless and confused when it comes to the things pertaining to the spirit. And so, Father, we ask for your help. We ask for the assistance of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus name. Holy Spirit, help us to pray the prayer that gets results, the prayer of faith, the prayer of faith. We thank you that we can pray the prayer of faith in line with the word of God in agreement with God's will. And we know that you answer it, Father. We know that you answer it. And we know that the people in our lives will come to know you. They are coming to know you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Oh, we pray for each one. We know that it says in the word of God that the enemy, the devil, he blinds the minds, the God of this world system, the God of this world order. He blinds the minds of those uh, who, who don't believe. And, and so they are unable to see the truth or to see the light. Uh, their eyes don't see it, even though we see it so clearly, uh, their, their minds and their eyes are blinded by the enemy. And so right now we take authority over the enemy in the lives of our family members and our loved ones right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. We tell you devil, we exercise our spiritual authority we exercise our spiritual authority right now in Jesus name. And we tell you to take your hands off of the loved ones in our family, our family members right now in Jesus name, you take your hands off of them right now. And we say that the blinders are being removed right now in Jesus name so they can see so they can see in the name of Jesus. And, and we thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Just pray in the spirit with me concerning this. The one, the one who has been so uh, negative towards the things of God. Oh, we call you into the kingdom of God right now in Jesus' name. And you're the leader of the pack. 
So once you come in, many will come in. And so that obstinance is gone right now in the name of Jesus. It's gone right now. We call your heart soft to the things of God, soft to the spirit of God right now in Jesus name, a heart that's pliable and open and receptive to the gospel, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Marate Chela, Regeshi Andosa, Calabranda, Nicidi, Ibrova, Lade Shelly Grade, Nicile Brosso, Rocco Shada, Asili, Dinanda, Lagra, Lady Angro, Abashada, Asedesha, Medisha, Marasu, Curondo, Shapa. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, oh, we call you into the kingdom of God. We call you into the kingdom of God right now. Right now, right now, right now, Yindabosake, Indabosake, Libra Stadovoshuta, Intelabrasakere de Brashta. Oh, we plead the blood. We plead the blood. Though the enemy would say that you are guilty, we plead the blood of Jesus right now. We plead the blood of Jesus over them right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you that because there was the shedding of blood. There is remission of sins. There is forgiveness of sins. And so we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that you don't hold anything against them, but that the penalty for sin, Jesus, you took that. You took that. You took the penalty for sin for each and every one of us who will believe and receive. And right now we say that every one of our family members who don't know the Lord, they are coming to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, coming to the knowledge of the truth, and they will believe and receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have no doubt in our hearts concerning these things in Jesus name. We have no doubt in our hearts concerning this because you said with God, there is nothing impossible with man. There are things impossible, but with God, there is not one thing that's impossible. And so we thank you for it. We give you praise and we give you honor and glory for it in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. You just thank him because you know it's done. That's why we're thanking him because we know it's done in Jesus' name. Well, what if it doesn't look like it? Oh, no, it's done in Jesus' name. Well, what if they act worse? Oh, no, it's done in Jesus' name. And that's what we got to say. We got to say, no, 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 no. Their actions don't dictate whether the word of God works or not. 
The word of God works every time. I don't care what the actions look like. I don't care what the behaviors are. The word of God is working in their lives right now in Jesus name. And every time I see an action that opposes God and his word, I'm not even going to state it and give voice to it. No, I'm going to speak the word of God concerning them. And I'm going to open my mouth and say, no, no, no. I've called you into the kingdom and you are coming in, in Jesus name. Your behaviors are aligning with the word and will of God in Jesus name. That's what I'll say. Uh, That's what I'll say in Jesus name. We won't speak what they're doing, but we'll speak what the word of God says uh, belongs to them and belongs to us. It says that us and our whole households will be saved. Hold on to that promise. Hold on to that promise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. And we thank you for laborers. We thank you for laborers because maybe it's not us that can speak to our loved ones, our family members. They, they're too comfortable with us. They know us oh so well. And maybe, you know, we haven't been the best example for them in the past. And, and we know we forgive, but they don't know that. And so we thank you, Father, that if we're not the ones who are the laborers, who are the workers that are going to speak to them where it resonates, you send the right people. Send the right people. Send the right people with the message of the gospel. Uh, We thank you for it. We give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. And if we'll give ourselves to prayer, because a lot of times I think we we talk a lot about um, the the circumstances in our lives and the things that are happening, uh, even those who need to get saved and things. But if we'll spend time in prayer concerning that, that's where the power is. And then if we'll praise and thank God for uh, the prayers being answered, that's where the power is. That w- that's what has the power to change individuals in our lives, uh, you know, to change their hearts. We do not, we cannot override the will of man. No one could tell you what to do when you are not saved. No one could override your will. You had to come to a place where, oh, I see something I didn't see before. You may have even heard it many times, but you saw something the one time it resonated with you in a way it never did. And so, you know, we may preach the gospel to someone or live the gospel to someone and they may not even see, they may not even notice, but then one day it's like the light turns on and they see it because you know what? I'm studying for our Christmas, you know, services and our upcoming messages and just reading about the birth of Jesus and how God just orchestrated it all. He, he had, he inconvenienced the whole world. And when I say world at that time, I mean the whole, uh, anybody who was under the jurisdiction of Rome, the Roman world, he inconvenienced everyone in that world just so his son could be born in Bethlehem because Mary and Joseph had no business being in Bethlehem except that the king at that time decreed that everyone in under Rome's jurisdiction had to go to their hometown 
for the senses, wherever their family members were from, where their origins were from, they had to go back to that place. And so Joseph had to go to Bethlehem in order uh, for it to be, to be counted in the senses. The whole world was inconvenienced because of this. This was not something that happened every year. This was something that the king was moved to do it. Hmm. I wonder how, and it inconvenienced everybody else. <laughs> it even inconvenienced Mary and Joseph because she was pregnant with Jesus. But you know what? God got them there to the place. Why? Because that was the prophecy that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. And so God will move the world to get your loved ones saved. If you will continue to pray and believe God for that. So continue to thank, once you pray, just continue to thank God for their salvation. And I know the, the, the way we're wired, it's, oh, now I see something else. I got to pray for that. But you've already prayed for that individual. Oh, but now it's been, oh, it's been a year. Maybe I should pray again. Your prayers, uh, there's power in your prayer and it's effectual and dynamic and it's working. It, your prayers last into eternity. But if you'll praise God and thank him for bringing that to pass, when you see a behavior that doesn't align to what you prayed, you mark the day you prayed and you thank God. Nope. That behavior doesn't affect me. I believed when I prayed that this individual is getting saved. And so I hold my image of that person getting saved and I thank God for it. You can move heaven and earth to save them. And he did. He did. Hallelujah. So we thank God for his miraculous power. We thank God for his miracle working power that's working in the lives of each and every one of us. And those who we are praying for believe that there is power in prayer. And now from here on out, you thank him for the salvation of your loved ones that you prayed for. You thank him for it. You don't have to ask him again. You thank him for it. Okay. Just keep thanking God. Thank you, Lord, that they are saved. Thank you, Lord, that the light is being turned on and they can see it. I thank you, Lord, that they believe it and they receive it in Jesus' name, just as I did. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank God that there is power and anointing in prayer. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining me today. I will see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day in the Lord. Know that you are loved. You are cared for by him. You are cared for by him. He is a good God, a great God, and he is the almighty God. He loves you with an unconditional love, and he has an awesome plan for your life.